This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. All right. I I don't think you'd ever think you'd get some marriage advice from a, a tax and investment guy um, on this podcast, but I'm going to give you some marriage advice here. It is related to taxes specifically. And, and here we go. I, I, you know what? There could be a lot of things we'd cover. I'm just going to go into three different things. So one is what we see when, when there's a, like, if you're trying to decide if, if getting married or saving taxes is worth getting married, or if it, if it makes sense or what the difference are is if you're married or not, I'm going to give you an example of when being married would could save you quite a bit in taxes. And so that's if, if there's one income earner, say the, the spouse, like say your spouse is a high income earner and you're a low income earner in that scenario, it's likely going to save you a lot in tax by filing a joint tax return. The reason for that is if, if your spouse is a high income earner, and if they file a single, if that's the alternative, they're filing a single, they're going to go through those tax brackets about twice as fast. They're going to jump up into the 22% tax bracket at $40,000. They're going to jump up, jump up into the 30% bracket range at a couple hundred thousand dollars. Whereas if you file a joint tax return, those brackets, those ranges double. The tax bracket system doubles. So now they can make up to like 80000 before they get to the 22% range. And then they can make over like about 400,000 before they get into the 30% tax bracket ranges. So they can make a lot more income before it jumps up into that, the dreaded 30, 30, like 30% plus tax brackets. So let's just say, for example, you make zero income and your spouse makes $400,000. On that 400,000, their average tax rate might be, let's say it might be 20% by filing a joint return. So what's that? $80,000 of tax. That's a lot of tax. But if they file joint with you, I know that that would be if they file joint and they make $400,000, they might owe $80,000 of tax. So $400,000 times 80 or times 20%. Filing a joint return, they might owe $80,000 in tax. If you file a single return, they're on their own. Their average tax rate might be about 30%. So they might owe about $120,000 in taxes. I know that's just a rough example, but that's how I want you to think of it. It's like more of their income is taxed in those higher rates. And that's that's why it might, might make sense to be married for tax purposes. It might save you in that example, $40,000 to be married. It might pay for your wedding. If you if you got a $40,000 wedding, it might pay for your wedding. It's just the saving and, savings and taxes. If So that's one high income earner, one earner that basically makes zero. If you both made, say you both made about $200,000 a year, like you've both got good uh, high incomes, you're both making $200,000, the tax savings by filing joint, it actually, there might not be any tax savings at all by filing joint because you got the same tax rates. You're basically going through those, the tax brackets at the same time, whether you're filing joint or joint or separate. Uh, but here's the second strategy. Your just second thing I want you to consider is when you file a single tax return, your state income tax deduction is, if you're itemizing deductions, your state income tax deduction maxes out at $10,000. That's if you're single or married. So if you file separate tax returns, 
as single tax returns, you get an extra $10,000 deduction between the two of you. So it's not huge. You might save, it might save you two to $3,000 by filing separate if you're both high income earners. But if you're one's a low income earner, one's a high income earner, you're probably going to want to file a married, a joint tax return. Uh, so there's the two, the two things I talked about. I'm going to talk about one more. So number one was like, look at the tax brackets and see if there, if there's a high income earner and a low income earner, you might want to file a joint. Uh, the second one I mentioned was the state tax deduction maxes out at $10,000. And that's whether or not you've, you're married or joint. So both of you filing separate could get a $10,000 deduction each instead of it being maxed out at $10,000 for one filing. And then the third one is if, and I've talked about this in the past and other episodes where I mentioned like, if your spouse quits their job and becomes a real estate professional, they could offset a lot of your taxes by being a real estate professional, by getting into real estate investments, by getting into Airbnbs or single family homes. If they're actively involved in real estate and they're quote unquote, a real estate professional, you can look at the definitions of that in other episodes, but they could save you thousands, if not maybe a hundred thousand dollars of taxes depending on real estate that you get into. But that, that typical scenario is when there's a high income earner, one of you is a high income earner and the other one doesn't have a full-time job, but they're spending a lot of time, more time in real estate as a real estate professional compared to their other jobs. And when you get into real estate deals and investments and properties, there's depreciation that we can take, which is, I, cost, I talk about cost segregations and accelerated depreciation you can get into that. Like a, a quick example of it is say we have a $400,000 spouse. They make $400,000 of income. If you use that income to go qualify for say an $800,000 property, they're a single family home or, or Airbnb property, and you spend enough hours to reach the real estate professional status on that $800,000 property, $800, property you bought, and it would likely take about $200,000 of cash as a down payment. But if you make that down payment, you acquire the property, you're likely going to get about a $200,000 deduction. And at your higher tax rate, you're going to save about $200,000 times maybe about 30% of that in taxes. So you're going to save about $60,000 in taxes. So that's a quick example of how you could save $60,000 of taxes by being married to a real estate professional. So hopefully that helps you make your decision if you're going to be married or not, or filing joint returns or not, but just make sure you look at it every year, uh, married filing joint or married filing separate, or if you're filing a single, just run the numbers and it'll help you make the decisions and whether or not it's a good idea. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.